Welcome to the TPS5 for the week of September 18th. TPS5 is a weekly recap of the latest in marketing, communications, and digital healthcare news as curated by the expert hosts of the Touchpoint Media Network. To learn more about Touchpoint Media, visit us online at touchpoint.health. Our lead story this week is from McKinsey and is entitled Making Healthcare More Affordable Through Scalable Automation. As more healthcare companies start to implement automation technologies, the ability to coordinate across the organization in achieving scale will be a major determinant of success. In this article, McKinsey starts by stating that automation technologies, such as robotic process automation bots, machine learning algorithms, and even physical robots have the potential to reshape work for everyone in the workplace, across all industries, from the frontline workers to even the CEOs. McKinsey estimates that almost half of the activities that people are now paid to do could feasibly be automated. Certain types of repetitive and routine activities, such as data collection and processing, show a higher automation potential. However, certain tasks that are customer-facing or that involve innately human skills, such as creativity, problem-solving, people management, and development, are more resistant to automation. It makes sense since task-level differences of the work directly impact the potential for automation. And there is a wide variability, from 26% of services within the education field to 60% in manufacturing, for example. When considering the healthcare industry, which splits between payers and providers, the impact of automation also is split. For the payer segment, that is, finance and insurance companies, they estimate that 43% of the tasks commonly performed can be addressed with technical automation. Tasks such as administering claims or enrolling members primarily involves collecting and processing data in a controlled environment. Providers, however, are somewhat less automatable because many of these activities occur primarily in a clinical setting, such as patient consultation and surgical procedures. McKenzie still estimates that 33% of the tasks in the provider space have a strong likelihood to be automated. The net result is that if automation's full potential is achieved, it could have a significant impact on reducing costs and improving affordability of healthcare. The healthcare industry is in the middle of a transformative shift and change due to a number of forces, from advancements of technology, national and state regulatory changes, consumer-centric trends, and now the global pandemic. And automation has the potential to also reshape the industry, but as an industry, we are only just beginning to capitalize on the opportunity. The success will be dependent on the ability to scale and coordinate automation activities across the entire organization. While most payers have launched automation efforts, many are struggling to build capabilities and generate bottom line impact. In fact, each of the largest 25 healthcare payers in the U.S. have started some form of an automation program, but only half are beginning to scale. What's driving the slow adoption is the lack of implementation expertise, lack of proper governance, and also the lack of funding. But across industries, McKinsey found successful automation programs do a few things correctly. First, they take a top-down strategic approach. While many companies begin by deploying technologies in a bottom-up way, often involving many proof-of-concepts in a thousand-flowers-bloom approach, successful organizations make automation a strategic initiative. By creating a roadmap early, successful companies better deploy financial and human capabilities in a systematic way across the enterprise. Next, they focus on people to capture value. Focusing more on technology itself rather than the people changed with using it can lead to wasted potential, such as when companies undertake only passive reinvestment of the extra capacity automation generates. 
Lastly, organizations need to design a deployment model that supports scalability. Deploying automation technologies using a centralized factory model can be a good way to build early capabilities, but this broad and shallow deployment model can sputter after capturing the easy opportunities. Successful organizations create structures capable of deploying multiple technologies in sequence across specific domains, whether processes, functions, or locations. And often this means using cross-functional labs or work pods that fundamentally redesign work in an area before moving on to the next part of the business. In effect, many organizations start with a centralized model, but shift to a federated model in order to scale. The healthcare sector, and particularly payers, stand to gain meaningfully from automation technologies. To capture the opportunity, companies will want to be more thoughtful and organized around orchestrating and scaling automation programs. And this will require strengthening buy-in across the organization, creating a scalable deployment model, and establishing a repeatable process for converting activity into impact and finding innovative ways to reskill and redeploy their employees. You can find more of this article in our show notes. And now, other headlines from this week. Healthcare IT News' article, Two Digital Health Experts Predict What's Around the Corner for IT, featured a conversation with Christopher Lee and Babak Masagani, who say artificial intelligence and augmented reality will soon occupy much larger roles in the digital healthcare landscape. The article highlights that the surge in telehealth use is just one facet of the changes the digital health sphere will see over the next few years. It took a global pandemic to shift something that seemed very obvious, they say. The Heilman Group published a blog post entitled, How Healthcare Philanthropy Can Recover in the COVID-19 Recession. They say that for many healthcare systems, philanthropy is more than a way to fund research, program development, and general operations. Unfortunately, giving has seen expected decreases during the COVID-19 pandemic. But using lessons from past financial crises through today, this article provides guidance on how healthcare philanthropy and development teams might respond in a post-COVID world. CNET did a feature on the new Apple Watch Series 6. The future of health is on your wrist, they say. With a key new health sensor, as well as features focused on making the gadget easier to use with kids, the newest Apple Watch unveiled this week can measure your blood oxygen level in 15 seconds and will also track your blood oxygen in the background. It also unveiled a new service called Fitness Plus, which offers a variety of weekly workout routines for just $9.99 a month, which, as analyst Ross Rubin says, brings the value part of the Peloton equation everywhere. Lastly, be sure to listen to this week's The Exam Room podcast. Host Dr. Brian Bartabinian speaks with James Gardner about some of the recent moves by Walgreens and Walmart to move into the retail healthcare space and what it means for the future of primary care. And that's it for this week's TPS5. If you like the latest in healthcare news in an email delivered weekly to your inbox, be sure to subscribe to the TPS report, which you can sign up for on the Touchpoint Media website at touchpoint.health. Stay safe, be positive, and have a great week.